Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago sports. Chicago sports is the score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The score. Kevin Fishbane, Bears beat writer for The Athletic. If this team's a contender in 2024, what kind of head coach is Matt Eberflus then? And is he the right head coach for that group? He might be. We'll learn more about him as the talent grows. Kevin Fishbane talking Bears. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic. I love your name. It's a great name. Yeah, great name. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Great name, great reporter, a great individual. Kevin Fishbane joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Is it nighttime again? I know. What the hell is going on? I don't know. You can always check Kevin out with his cool background on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Chicago 670. The Score. Championship weekend is here, and I'm hopeful that we're going to have two just rip-roaring games, and sometimes we get some duds. I, what are what what is our sort of dud watch here? Is either one of these possibly a bad game, and if so, why? Hmm. That's a good question, Dan. Because you're right. I, I can't remember the last time you could sit here and say it is the four best teams. Obviously, look at the way Vegas is projecting this. They're expecting close games. I, I mean, the problem is that the dud factor is: Does Brock Purdy ever play like the last pick of the draft? And he hasn't yet. He's had kind of moments. I think there were some struggles in the first half against Seattle. Um, You look at, we we all know what the Eagles pass rush can do. And he's got to be on the road in that environment. It's going to be really tough. But, I mean, that offense, the way it's run. There was a play last week, guys, where it was just a play-action bootleg. And there's nobody within 30 yards of him after he fakes the handoff. And then all he has to do is stand there and look at, oh, I don't know, Kittle, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Debo Samuel. I mean, it's just amazing the way Kyle Shanahan sets that up for him. So I, I that's the only thing I can think of, that if, if the Eagles just are able to dominate him and, and make him make plays, uh, that could be a game that maybe gets out of hand. But as I said, he's, he's lived up to all these tests, and the 49ers do a great job of scheming to help him out. Which one of the teams playing in the NFC Championship would be easier for the Bears to model for Justin Fields? I'm not allowed to say neither 
Lawrence. You can if if, <laughs> if you think that it's I, impossible. Absolutely. No, okay, so here's the thing. So I think both teams have shown a great job of building around your quarterback. Like I mean, Jalen Jalen Hurts has been outstanding this year. Uh, and but you look at that scheme, you look at the playmakers, look at the line. Like there's a lot of things they do that that helps them out. Um, and we just talked about the 49ers doing the same thing. So, but the the problem, the, the thing that I worry about with the Bears when I look at these teams in the playoffs is how long will it take them to get the talent that they need around Justin Fields? I mean, the Eagles' offensive line is incredible. Like, I, I don't even think it's fair to look at that line and say, hey, that's something the Bears could strive for. Like, you just can't. It's just, it's not it's not a fair bar to set. Um, you know, you can, then I, I mentioned San Francisco playmakers. And you look at the Eagles with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. There isn't a Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown available. You know, there, there always could be that veteran wide receiver who suddenly demands a trade and then Ryan Poles goes and gets him. Um, but it's just going to be hard, at least this year, for the Bears to accumulate the talent that those teams have but I do think you can learn a lot about the way that those teams those offenses scheme things up for their quarterbacks and you look at how you know the turnover numbers are so low for both those guys uh, and their offenses stay on the field and those guys are well protected so I, I think from a schematic standpoint Luke Getze can certainly see a lot uh, from what those teams do I just worry talent wise how long or if it's even possible for the Bears to get there, which then just puts a lot more pressure on Justin Fields to be the guy that a lot of people hope he can be. I would love to know how Justin Fields watches some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like That would be really interesting to me to actually sit with him as he's watching these offenses. You know, we were bringing it up earlier. It's as much kind of what San Francisco is doing with the way they move guys around and take pressure off off of their quarterback. We talked to Robert Mays about it during the week. About say what you want about Brock Purdy, but what Shanahan does just makes the quarterback's life that much easier. And that, and that's something interesting too. It is. And we saw with Jimmy Garoppolo too. And, and, and I think with Purdy, you're seeing that Purdy's got a little bit more mobility to him. And Shanahan's been able to use that to his advantage. And, and it allows Purdy to extend plays and, and do a little bit more improvisation that, that he did at Iowa state. Um, I, I think that that Dan, like the 49ers are it, right? Because that's also, yes, Trent Williams is outstanding, but that's not as great as an offensive line as it has been in the past, I think. Um, you, you look at the names. I think we know McGlinchey, but we also saw how much he struggled last week, like anybody does with Micah Parsons. But the interior, there's definitely some questions there. Um, it's not at the level of the Eagles offensive line. So going back to what I said earlier about how the Bears – it's not realistic for them to build an offensive line this offseason that can match the Philadelphia's of the world. Um, you look at what does San Francisco do to, to mitigate that. And I think you're right. You, 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 you just protect Purdy. You get him in these situations where he can then trust his playmakers. Uh, and they do, do a good job with the ground game with McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. Um, there's a lot to like. And also both these teams, they've got great defenses. You know, you, you go back to when Fields had his best games, the defenses gave up 30 points. So, you know, finding that way to make that defense better where he's getting short fields, not thanks to takeaways, he doesn't have to score 30 points a game. Those things are also going to help him. So I imagine like a lot of those things could be running through his head as he watches some of these quarterbacks and some of these teams this weekend. I asked Robert Mays this, and I'll ask another NFL observer this question. Are we becoming numb to how great 
Patrick Mahomes is. Yes. So when he does great stuff, yes. we're like, oh, that's just yeah, yeah, he threw for fifty two hundred yards and forty one touchdowns this year. But you know, eh, it's just kind of. Eh. Yes, I mean, I was filling out um, an, uh, my Pro Football Writers of a of America uh, awards ballot, and I put him down for MVP. And I thought to myself, this was an easy pick. But, like, nobody's talking about this guy, and he's the MVP of the league, and he's done incredible things without Tyreek Hill. And it, it's just, it's amazing to see, like, we haven't had a, a legitimate, you know, kind of, like, dynasty team since the Patriots. And if they win this again, I think you you, ha- you have to put them in there. I mean, you already could because they've made the conference championship, you know, five years in a row now. I, I think he's just outstanding and you're right, Lawrence. I think that like there's there's been a lot of Burrow Mahomes conversations. I love watching Joe Burrow. I I love it. I think he has been incredible this year. Talk about a a, a, a weak offensive line. Um, he does have some great wide receivers, but that dude is just like nails. And but still, I I can't get there with like Burrow versus Mahomes. He had the same conversations last year when Josh Allen was incredible. It's still Patrick Mahomes. I think it's a good thing in a way because there's these other great quarterbacks that we can appreciate. But I think you're right, Lawrence, that we are kind of like, oh yeah, here comes Patrick Mahomes. We know what he does. You 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 almost it seems like people want Joe Burrow and and the Bengals to become the next one because maybe they they do get bored of Mahomes and the Chiefs, but. They've only won the one Super Bowl. You know, it's not like it's not like they're winning every single year. They're just getting to this point every year. So I, I still I still marvel what Patrick Mahomes c- can do every single play. Is it still as weird for you as it is for me when I see Matt Nagy there? And I realize that that's the same Matt Nagy. Like that's the guy that came here and was so single mindedly trying to fit square pegs and round holes because it has to work, it has to work, it has to work. I know it works. And he's been he's been he kept a real low profile, obviously, since leaving the Bears, and I'm sure he'll build his reputation back up. But I'm just I'm I'm wondering if his Bears experience has informed him if if a light goes on about different ways to do this. It's just I'm always thinking it every time I see him in the back of one of those cutaway camera shots. And he's getting a lot of FaceTime, Dan, especially yes, last week with the homes on the sideline. You know, I was going to quip that well now Matt Nagy finally has a quarterback who can run the offense he wants to run. Hmm. You know, but that's so, it though. I mean, right. but, I mean, even though that's not really a quip because. Then the point being, if it takes one of the most unique and all-time great quarterbacks to make your system work, that's a your system problem. Right, and I bring that up because I wonder, like, I don't know how much he can learn in terms of moving forward to be better as a play caller by working with Mahomes because Mahomes, like, is is the unicorn. I mean, like, Alex Smith could do it, certainly, to a, a certain level, so it's not like you know, quarterbacks can't do it. Um, I, I am really curious to see what the Matt Nagy conversations are moving forward. Cause I, I agree. Like I, I, I could see him being offensive coordinator again. I, I, I don't know about head coach again. It, you know, we, we see this stuff all the time where the, these guys get these opportunities again. I, I'll, I, I will say this though, guys, like when I see him on the sidelines, one of the things I think about a lot is like that guy was the king of this city in 2018. I mean, he like there were there were signs like of you go back to the Miami game, the Giants game. We don't need to relitigate all of it. But, like there were signs that there was some game management stuff that wasn't there. 
Um, and then certainly, you know, you go by a playoff game, the Eagles taking Treat Cohen away and not adjusting without Trey Burn, all that stuff. But like that year, the way that guy led that or the organization, everyone was just head over heels for him. You're um, right. I remember the yeah, opener yeah. in 2019. Oh my gosh. Where yeah. where he showed up dressed as George Hallis and people went crazy oh, and then I, they scored three points. Remember when he threw the 78 mile an hour strike at the Cubs game and we're like, this is the dude, you know? Yeah, and, and yeah. the other thing too, and like I, I know this stuff can go either way with people. He was great with the media that year too. I mean, his press conferences after games, the way he broke down plays, the way he talked about different things, whether it was positive or negative, I mean, he was fantastic to work with. Um, and, and he was a lot off, you know, even when things got bad, he still was pretty good to work with. He got a little bit more clammed up about injuries and stuff. But yeah, when, when I see him out there, I just think back to like like where that team was from, you know, like, you know, September of 2018, right until kickoff. Right, actually, right until they got the ball back after forcing Green Bay to go three and out in that opener, and then everything was was over. Um, and it's it's been amazing to see where he's at. That's why I am very curious to see what you know where he goes from here, and maybe what kind of leadership things he's learned. Because in 2018, there weren't really outward complaints about his leadership because they were 12 and four. You know, the culture was great because they were 12 and four, and everything was you know they were doing the dances in the end zone. So um, it, it's it's going to be a unique. Uh, test case in terms of what he what he does next, and you know, being with Andy Reid, being with Patrick Mahomes, and and then how the Bears part of his career um, is going to impact what he does a- after this. What did you learn about Kevin Warren and what he wants on the field for the Bears? Yeah, well, you know, it this is going to be cliche, Lawrence, but he wants a consistent winner, and I bring that up because that's something that's been Ryan Poles has really emphasized that and. It's, it's an acknowledgement that the Bears haven't been able to do that, obviously, since the 80s. Um, that, you know, I think, I think Brad Biggs had it that there, there's only a handful of teams that have gone as long as the Bears have without back-to-back winning seasons. And they have the blips, like 2018 uh, and, and 2001. Uh, and, and, you know, Lovey had the, the best you know, opportunity for it. He, he, he had the best track record of, of a consistent winner. Um, but I, I, I get that, that he sees that they need to build something that lasts. Um, and, and what that looks like from a personnel standpoint and how he's going to, you know, be involved in, in those conversations, I don't know yet. But I think just that basic starting point of, I don't want this thing to just be a roller coaster. I want us to be a team that is always in the conversation and that aligns with Ryan Poles. And you would you would think that like anybody in those jobs would have that goal in mind, but I do think that it allows them to try to take this longer view of this, that we don't want to just, you know, like like maybe the Jaguars do turn out to be a team that that is going to go on this run with Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. They might. But also, what if they don't? And what if you look back at last year and all the money they spent and all the things they did and just didn't work? So, like, there's all like the NFL is so hard to win consistently. That's why Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are are, are so incredible that they've been able to do this year in year out. So, I think with Kevin Warren, like, there's an understanding that he wants to make sure that this that the Bears can get to a point that they can try to finally sustain some kind of consistency when it comes to winning football games. What did you make of the fact that the head of the uh, Illinois Chamber of Commerce decided to f- actually publicly float the idea of if the Bears don't get what they want with this pilot program to defray their property taxes in Arlington Heights, they're going to move to St. Louis? 
Uh, I caught transition, so I heard Lawrence's rendition of uh, Bear Down, St. Louis Bears. <laughs> uh, and Well, thank um, you for listening. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I mean, I roll my eyes at that stuff, right? Like, yeah, I read, I read the story about Sun-Times. It's just like I, I just have such little patience for football teams that ask for money. <laughs> like, I just like I, I get it like I understand and you know they say they're just going to build the stadium and I and I understand the property tax situation I get it I just don't I don't have a whole lot of patience for like the politics of it all um and yeah the idea that they're going anywhere is just it's it's silly Did, does DePaul have a chance tomorrow um well I like they I feel like they've played Marquette close even when they've been bad and the fact that they you know they beat Xavier they played uh was it they beat Nova already like they, they've they've been in some of these games maybe I will tell you this though I will be at Welsh Ryan Arena tomorrow if you want to talk about you know another local team that has a little bit higher aspirations this year there was a time in my younger days I would have tried to figure out how to go to both games but I, I can't handle that anymore. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I like the way that Stubblefield coaches. I like the way that they, you know, that they kind of hustle, that they fight out there. But um, I mean, there's there's also a talent gap. But I like I, I, the DePaul Marquette rivalry is so fun. I, I, I that that just goes back so many years and so many great moments. And I heard Zach talking about the Mike Stovall three, and I was proud to as I heard him describe that shot to think I'm one of probably 17 people that knows exactly the play yep. he's talking about. I was there in that building that night. Um, so that was, that was a special moment for that, for the history. But you know what? I, I got to, uh, I got to hand it to Chris Connells and Northwestern Wildcats. I, I think it'd be really fun to see this city have a team that can make uh, make a run in March. I mean, not a run. Like, I don't know if they'll, if they'll even make the tournament, but at least be relevant in March. Cause I think it was, you know, Loyola obviously had their run, their their great moments over the past few years, but otherwise it's been nothing from the the teams in the state. It would be nice if it were multiple teams. Like yes. it, it seems like it, it, Loyola's good or good enough. Northwestern showed up into the Sweet Sixteen. It'd be nice if you know DePaul and UIC could get involved in this, and Illinois was the like a, a real real good team like they have been over the last couple of years. That'd be nice for me. I, think. I mean, I'm old enough to remember the Jimmy Collins UIC teams that you, you, you they were always a, a, a candidate to try to to, mm-hmm. to win the horizon and make the tournament. And, well, and guys, when we, you two got to got to run this, like let's get the Chicago Invitational that they play in like November. Can we get Loyola and UIC and DePaul and Northwestern? And I mean, it could just they be used those to do four. it in Philly, right? Didn't they still do? It was yeah. like Nova and LaSalle yeah. and right the Big Five or whatever. Yeah, it's they do the Palestra or wherever it is, right? Yeah, I I always think that they should do that, but you know, you've got athletic directors that don't want to get on the same page and they don't understand how fun it could be. Most of these teams do schedule each other, right. but to have like a thing. Would be, I think, would be really dope, but you know, I, I think it'd be fun too because it, it just like this what this city and the sport of basketball is like, like you, you, you want to have moments like that, and you know, maybe you could help, you know, things like that could help keep, you know, really good prep players in the city at, to go to some of these schools too. But to do that, you also need these schools to be good at basketball, and uh, yeah. so yeah, well, well, maybe, uh, maybe DePaul's on the right track. Northwestern's having a nice season. Illinois has had their moments, but uh, 
Yeah, it's been it's 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 been a while. This was fun. I, I liked a little bit of Kevin Grobstein in there. I was there. <laughs> oh, he's he's, he's yeah. like the underground, like the the biggest DePaul like wank out here. Like he really is. That's why I like talking to him. Yeah, uh, I'll 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 break down some some of Drake Diener's finest moments from the 0405 season. <laughs> hey man, anytime. Wh- I, I, I was there at one of the greatest DePaul games of all time. Was the the tournament win over St. John's. With Rod Strickland and Dallas Comages over the St. John's team with Mark Jackson and God, I love I those think teams. Wennington, was probably, the, and that was the one with the with the the, the phantom uh, free throw. Remember that might have been a lane violation. That you know uh, we didn't see it. There wasn't replay, but uh, oh yeah, there's fun stuff. Bring yeah. back the beef, Wennington. Yeah, and I will note, guys, that I started going to Paul games regularly in '93. My dad got season tickets for himself in 78. Um, so I started going with him in 93. I started going to Northwestern games regularly in 2006. Um, so if you think about that, that's 30 years. That's been a lot of losses. That's, a, that's a lot of losing. <laughs> but sometimes they win, guys. Sometimes they win, and that's why That's, that's why, why we, we keep it. going back. That's why yeah. we love sports. Kevin, yeah. thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Take care. That's Kevin Fishbane. Now, I know what I have written here. <laughs> but are, I think we've got time for it today. Do you? Mike, Ray? I think we're going to move this Trey Mancini conversation to next Thursday. No. <laughs> we've Don't trying. do that. Okay. All right. Give people the backstory. What date? Was it Monday? Was it Monday or last Friday that we talked with Trey Mancini? I think it was, yeah, last Friday. And so we were all a like, week yeah, ago. The, the, the conversation with Trey Mancini was great. Like, there's a couple of great pieces that we should bring back and let Cubs fans hear from Trey Mancini on some things. And then every time we put it into the show, into different places in the show, there was some sort of breaking news item that pushed it. And we were like, ah, oh, I guess we could get to the Mancini thing at some other point. Because it is January, right? Like, it's not pressing. So, literally, since Monday. <laughs> and, and, and look, the, the, what you have to hear, like in our pre-show meetings when we come in and we've got something we care about. We're, you know, I, I think we do a really good job. It's sort of a democratic job. And it's you, me, and Layla. Hey, I, I really want to get to this. I, I heard something here. And I think, Mike, you got that sound. Can we bring it back with this? It's, it's almost exactly what you think it is. Yeah. So Lawrence is like, hey, Trey Mancini said some cool stuff about the difference between Wrigley and Baltimore. Why his game is a good fit. And, and then Rankin's like, yeah, I heard some stuff from – Jed Hoyer that would be really nice in that Cubs segment about how they're from the Cubs convention about how they're reimagining some of their pitching philosophy and how they need to miss some bats. We're like, all right, that'd be a really good sort of standalone Cubs segment. So we had it on there, and then <laughs> I can't the, the number of things that kept dislodging it, whether it was breaking news or they're just forgetting or they're just deciding the not White to do Sox it. White Sox would do something right. stupid. So it's still there. It, it's it's going to get to the point where like Trey Mancini is going to be an ex Cub and he's going to be in a broadcast booth somewhere. We still won't have done the segments. Hey, Texas said, forget about Mancini. Let's get Cousin Kenny G on the phone. We got to talk to Cousin. And people are doing the backstories on the other combatants in the donut race. Oh, awesome. So we already were talking about from. Biggie Bagel's got a backstory? <laughs> yeah, that's he had to escape. Oh. He's also probably a distant cousin from Belarus. <laughs> He's, 
<laughs> he's stowed away on a ship. See, this is how the Trey Mancini segment doesn't get done. Right? And actually, God, where did somebody text it in? I, I have to scroll through because we had this one wild texter that's been taking up the entire text line. But, <laughs> but somebody had the, a, a whole thing about where it would dashing donut dashing donut. dashing donut like worked on this like was union guy on yes, the south he said, side he said south side union guy who oh. <laughs> oh, here it is here it is for the 312 uh, south side downtown office building engineer union guy now rehabbed after a work site insurance workers comp <laughs> settlement <laughs> You guys are awesome, man. That's that's when you know you get the show and you get the bit. Yes, that's that's when you know what we're doing here. That's awesome. Um, Trey Mancini stuff. <laughs> no, we're doing. We got time. I don't think we do. We do. We're gonna hear. But we still have time for the Norm McDonald joke. Yes. All right. We're gonna. He- There's gonna be a cub segment. Next, you're on the mm-hmm. score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to introduce the three starters in tonight's race. In lane number one is Dashing Donut. In lane number two is Cuppy Coffee. And in lane number three is Piggy Bagel. Ladies and gentlemen, the Duncan characters are at the starting gate. It is now post time. And they're off. 
and number three, Biggie Bago under a full head of steam takes command, followed by one dashing donut, the number two, Cup B Coffee. They bank around the clubhouse turn, and number three shows the way by three open lengths. Here comes number two, Cup B Coffee, and the winner is number two. Let's hear it for Cup B Coffee. It's a big day for Cup B Coffee. Big day. Outracing his demons. That's what he's got to do. He's got a lot of guilt. And he's running around that track. He's going for distance. He's going, he's going for, speed. for speed. That's that's this the the tragic story of one cup of coffee. And we appreciate your fan fiction of giving us the backstory on both Dashing Donut and Biggie Bagel. Championship Sundays here in Westwood One brings you the AFC and NFC Championship games live, no matter where you are. Listen to the 49ers versus Eagles and Bengals versus Chiefs on 670. The score free on the Odyssey app. Coverage starts at 1 p.m. Central time. Of course, it's Central time. It's where we are on yep. Sunday. Download the Odyssey app today. All right. Let's talk Cubs. I'm sorry, but we are totally out of oh, time. Yeah, we're late. We got we're late. Are you serious? Yeah, we get, we, we're late. But we carved out all this time to talk about the Dunkin' Donuts race. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to. I mean, look at the clock, man. I'm just trying to stay radio disciplined. Guess we'll have to wait. <laughs> um, Mike, can you put the <laughs> Cubs, Trey Mancini, Jed Hoyer stuff into? Because it's not going to be Monday show, right? Because that's going to be a that's going to be a football Monday. It's a whole right? football oh, yeah. show, Super Bowl preview, all that stuff. Unless there's news, who knows? There could be more positive White Sox news over the weekend. <laughs> well i guess we won't be able to do that cub segment oh no i think i think we got to slot it in tuesday tuesday might work i think tuesday's probably a good idea yeah tuesday's i got a thing so we'll see all right that's right i remember thing sure of course the thing with a guy with a thing okay i made reference to a joke earlier it's only because lawrence had a lollipop what flavor was that Cherry, a cherry dum dum, which Thanks. is which is right. That that which is actually who loves you, baby. Who loves you, loves you, baby. Shout out to my Martinez, who apparently took a picture of me while we were in break, and I didn't what? see that that was her. So she thinks I won't put her business on the radio. I will. Is she allowed to do that? Or is she that, is. Is that like a workplace HR no, violation? No, no. She, she she's more than she has my permission to take pictures of me whenever she wants. Okay, but she's Making the sure. person that restocks our candy. Our candy? Yeah, the, the candy that's out there. It's like, on the desk by BBM? Yeah, the Dum Dum uh, Lollipops and the, and the uh, Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, that's all mine. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, mine is like, here, oh, take cool. it all. So, well, you know, shout out to her. Nice. Yeah, so he had this lollipop and it reminded me of Kojak and he made the Kojak reference and it reminded me of the, uh, the joke that Norm MacDonald told Jerry Seinfeld. That we do have time for and we will do it next here on The Score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Score is your exclusive radio home for Championship Sunday in Chicago. It's Eagles 49ers at 2 p.m. Then Chiefs and Bengals at 5.30. Our coverage begins at 1. On Sports Radio 670 The Score. And always live on the free Odyssey app. This show has been absolutely all over the place. Isn't that what a Friday show is supposed to be, though? I, I think it should be any day of the week, frankly. I don't care. That's a good point. Maybe we should do more. Of the, I mean, we'll have more time. No, this, this, this reminded me of an old B&B show today. Good. Really did. It just it had that kind of... I get to the end of it, and I get this feeling like I have no idea what the hell this was, and it was awesome. Yeah, we didn't accomplish a ton today. I thought our Bulls conversation was pretty top-notch, though. Like, if you needed like, the serious Bulls conversation because you were watching last night's game and it upset you as it should have upset you, then, yeah, you, you walked away from today's show and you said, yeah, these guys are on it. But then, and then we got serious with Nancy, right? Yeah, she was just so good. Like, there's, what do you, there's nothing to add to that. You know, her, She's her, on it. her stuff is so out there. I mean, it's, it's so on it. They just, just bang on. So this this came up. And it only came up because of Lawrence and his, and his lollipop. Who loves you, baby? But this is from uh, Norm McDonald, the late, great Norm hold, McDonald. Hold on, hold what? on. Mike Rankin, Ray Diaz, do you guys know who Kojak is? Nope. I do not. Really? I know the of the, the reference, but I've never... Kojak no. was a TV detective, sort of a hard-boiled TV detective. Played, played by Telly Savalas. Played by Telly Savalas. Iconic. Like, the, the show, the late, mid to late 70s. We're talking cover of TV Guide. Shirtless and stuff. A phenomenon. This this was the show. This was the crime show that people watch. An absolute iconic TV detective. And it's the subject of the the kind of joke that only Norm MacDonald can tell. It was the first Kojak. You remember Kojak? Kelly Savalas. Kelly Savalas. With and, the lollipop. Yeah, he had the lollipop going. So for the pilot, it was uh, Crocker's first day. You know, Kevin Dobson played Crocker. Sure, Crocker. So he was just out of police academy. Green. They kept yeah. saying how green he was. Kojak had been around a long time. He knew everything. So he's, you know, has this green kid, and he doesn't know if he wants to be working with him. So the what was happening was uh, prostitutes were being murdered. Oh, you know? my. He goes, go down and uh, try to get some information from the prostitute's mother. So a little while later, uh, Crocker comes back. I talked to her, her mother. She wasn't a prostitute at all. She was a good, good girl. Yeah. So Kojak's seen it all, right? So he takes this lollipop, he goes, yep. She was a good girl. Mama's apple pie. The 4th of July. She was a hooker! (laughs) (laughs) Crocker was too green to see it, you know? (laughs) That's a funny one that anyone can do at home. And Seinfeld's reaction isn't even to laugh. He just kind of shuts down and falls over on his side of the booth at the diner. That's from uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. <laughs> and you could do it home. He just fell out. Because yeah, God, Norm was just so damn funny. 
just so funny, man. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Danny Parkins is uh, coming up. He is going to take you into this, what is apparently Snowmageddon. Who loves you, baby? Uh, that that song that I'm singing, like, Telly Savalas sang that song. That's why I keep doing it. And now, like, the best part yeah, about because this. Because of the popularity of Kojak, he, he, he sang a hit song. So, so this is the beauty of this. Now Mike Rankin will spend the weekend looking up Telly Savalas and Kojak stuff. And then on Monday, he'll have Kojak stuff for us. And he'll be like, I didn't even know that that was a thing until Friday at, at 1.45. And how Crocker was, because he was green. <laughs> yeah, they kept saying how green he was. She wasn't a hooker at all. Because <laughs> he, he was green. <sighs> wait, wait, wait. What? Texter says, is this right? The what? Telly Savalas was Jennifer Aniston's godfather? I think so. Because she's Greek, right? Anastakis? Right. No, her father, uh, John Aniston, who recently passed away, was was dear friends with Telly Savalas. How about that? See, see the, listener, the listener came to play today. Like, they were like, you know what? It is Friday, and it's about to snow. Screw that. I think a lot of people are working from home, too. That way, I think the, the garage definitely feels like yes, that. Yes. Yeah. I think the way the te- my my gut feeling is, is people working from home a little more casually have the freedom to, to do Fridays to, to tag. They- right. And they're not worried about a boss looking over their shoulder. So maybe they've got the radio up a little more or they're listening on the app while they're getting just enough work done. That that would be my sort of armchair uh, calculation. Here. How long have we been in this building? I don't know. 15 years, maybe, at this point that we've been here? That sounds about right, right? Because, you know, we moved to NBC Tower. That was right before 9-11, or at least when mm-hmm. sales was over. Their program came later. It's probably been like 12, to, somewhere between 12 and 15 years. Did you know that there's a game room in here? Yes. You did? With the ping pong tables and everything? No, not the thing over there. There's an arcade. What? Yeah. I was talking to one of the security guys. Whoa. 33rd floor. Open to all residents. No shot. Are you kidding? What? I'm I'm dead serious. Are they are there good games? I think so. I I I know that they have like the the Marvel game on there and they've got like Mortal Kombat. I don't know if there's like Miss Pac-Man or or whatever, but I cuz you know I go to the gym so I talk to the to the security guards a lot. And I said, "I I feel like I saw on the Prudential website that there's a game room here. And they're like, yeah, how long have you been here? I was like, I don't know, since 2007 or whatever. And There's always been an arcade? There's always been an arcade here. What if they have Gorf? I don't know, but I think I got a little bit of time between radio and television tonight because I'm going to do football night in Chicago on NBC Sports Chicago. I'm going to go over there. And see what they got. And then I'll report yeah, back. Yeah, give me a report if there's like Defender or Galaga Smoke or, or Commando or Punch Out. Buck Hunter. What's what's the one that I love where, where you're you're dirt racing the pickup trucks? What is that? Where you're Oh, I love that game. You, you go around the circle and it jumps and you have to get new tires and get like I've traction never that. and fuel. Sure you have what is it? Sight bike? No. It's no. Sight. What's the game? It's awesome. I don't know. But I'm going to check. I'm going to check over there and find out what they... If they have joust or oh. something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Take the show over there. 
Get a couple Comrex units? I can get to the hot lava level of Joust. See, there you go. All right, so that's what I'll be doing in between radio and television. What if it's Zaxxon, maybe? We're what if it's Zach Zaidman? <laughs> Hi, I'm Zach Zaidman for Zaxxon. <laughs> can you fly at a 45-degree angle and eventually take out the final boss who's got the giant missile? So to speak. <laughs> Danny Parkins joins us next here on The Score. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 